the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast that I pray is being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing a powerful message with you that's called Rightfully Ours. As Christians, there are things that belong to us as a result of the blood that Jesus Christ shed for us. Things that we have a valid and a just claim to have and or be. God made every one of those things available to you and me. In fact, they're rightfully ours. Not rightfully ours because of anything that was done by you and me, but rightfully ours as a result of what Jesus Christ did for us and then made available to you and me. Each and every one of these succeeding great and precious promises are things that God wants to be possessed and enjoyed by us. Positions and possessions that we have a valid and a legitimate claim to because of what Jesus Christ did for me and you. Well, since that's true, then we might as well find out what they are. Then accept that God himself wants them to be in the lives of me and you, especially since Jesus Christ died for them to be received by me and you. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Rightfully Ours. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. See, in order to truly believe that answer prayer is rightfully ours, it's important for us to know and believe that God hears our prayer. And because he hears our prayers, then he will answer our prayers. It's important for us to know that he hears our prayers and he answers our prayers. Because a lot of us are not even sure whether God even heard it in the first place. The truth is anywhere near told. A lot of folks, look at your neighbor and say, he ain't talking about you though. He ain't talking about you. Amen. Praise God. But a lot of people don't even really believe that it is he heard it and stuff like that. That's why they'll try to change it up and say it a different way. Maybe I didn't get an answer because I said it, I didn't say it the right way. Maybe I didn't say it with enough old English. So, greatest God up in heaveneth. What if thou pleaseth, just provideth me some thingeth or two, please. Maybe I didn't say it like that old deacon. Praise God when he prayed. God that created the heaven and earth and all to seize them. God who separated darkness from light and made all of it my own. Lord, I'm coming to you on bended knee. Lord, I'm coming to you. Come hear me, please. Lord, I'm coming to you as humble as I can. I'm just your servant. I'm just your man. Lord, if you see fit, come by here, oh Lord. Come by here. Would you please hear? God, I don't need much. But here's such and such. Come on through for me. 
please come through for me. Because I believe. We'd be like, dang, he praying like a mug. He entertaining like a mug. Because some people can entertain you well when they pray. Because they have a gift of gab and an ability to put words together. And ability to be able to hype it just like they heard it hyped when they heard it for the first time. And they imitate that same hype. You don't need all that. I mean, if you can do all that, ain't nothing wrong with that. If you got the ability to do that's not what I'm coming against. What I'm talking about is the fact that you don't really believe what you say in the first place. Do you believe he heard you? Some people still trying to get a prayer above the ceiling. Lord, if I can just get this prayer above the ceiling. You ain't got to get it up above the ceiling. You need to just get it out of your mouth. And believe it in your heart. Because the word is nigh thee, even in thy heart and in thy mouth. That's the word of faith which we preach. God is right here. He's an ever-present help. Not an on-the-way present help. Not an over-there-present help. He's an ever-present help in a time of need. He's here. Come on, theological term is that he, he's omnipresent. He's omni, all, present, at, present, here. He all here. He here all, he here. Go to the bathroom, he there. Praise God, make sure, he'll tell you, wipe yourself better. Praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because he right there. Are you listening to me up in here? Trying to save you on detergent and embarrassment later. Praise God. He'll talk to you. He'll help you because he's always there. He's everywhere that you are. Does anybody hear me up in here? I, go, I love a God that loves us. Praise God. Go turn to First Peter chapter 5. Now you're not just getting to get it out of your mouth and believe it. Jesus didn't say nothing to them about getting it up, to, getting it, getting, getting it uh, up above the ceiling. Wasn't no ceiling where he was talking. All he needed you to do is say it in faith. That's all he needed you to do. And, and he told you, don't look up, look in. Do you believe in your heart? Do you have doubt in your heart? That's what he said. Check out. First Peter chapter five. John the elder was writing to all the youngers and telling them what was necessary in order to get your prayer answers. He said in verse 14, and this is the confidence that we have in him. He said, I'm about to tell you that this is it. This is it. He was about to tell them right where it is. This is the confidence that we have in him. That if we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us. And if we know that he hears us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we desired of him. He says, we know that if he hears us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that are, that, 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 that are desired of us. See, we need to be confident that God both hears and answers our prayers. We need to be confident that God both hears and answers our prayer. We need to be confident in it. That word confident by implication means assurance, which means we need to be assured of the fact that if God hears our prayer, then God will answer our prayer. That if God hears our prayer, then God will answer our prayer. Of course, there's a contingency that we're going to talk about next time. We ain't got time to get to it. I'm just laying a foundation, brothers and sisters. I'm just laying a foundation. And let's start with the brick of the fact that you need to believe that he heard what you said. That if you, he heard what you said, then you should be confident in the fact that you're going to get what he said. Confident. Confident in the fact. You should have assurance that it's going to happen for you. It should become a settled thing to you. 
It should be settled in your mind that I prayed in such a way that he should have heard it. And because he heard it, I'm going to get what I'm asking for. And I can walk away with that kind of a confidence. I can walk away with that. See, we're supposed to be assured that God hears our prayers. And because we're assured that God hears our prayers, we're supposed to be equally assured that God answers our prayers. Which means to the extent that we're sure that he answers it, I mean, hears it, is the extent that we should be sure that he he answers it. To the extent that we're sure that he heard it is the extent that we should be sure to to the fact that he's going to come through. God ain't hard of hearing. God will be like, what'd you say? What'd you say? Angel, what'd he say? I don't know. I was just saying holy. That's why I didn't hear because y'all just kept talking about holy, holy, holy. Why don't you shut up while they're praying so I can hear what they're saying. God hear what you're saying. Hallelujah. In fact, the Bible tells us that he know what you have need of even before you open your mouth. Before you even open your mouth, he know what you're going to say. Because he's omniscient, which means he know everything. He know everything. He has all knowledge. Science is knowledge. And the word omni is all. He has all knowledge. He has all knowledge. He said, if you have confidence in the fact that I hear you, then you should have confidence in the fact that I'm going to answer you. The Bible in basic English renders it this way. Verse 15, it says, and if we are certain that he gives ear to all our requests, we are equally certain that we will get our requests. Notice if we are certain that he gives ear to all our requests, we are equally certain, which means the same certainty that you have that God hears you is the same certainty that you should have that he's going to answer you. The same certainty that you have that he heard you is the same certainty that you should have that he's going to answer you. The same certainty. Now, anybody here think that God does not answer their prayer? Hands, please. Hands, please. Anybody here think God does not answer their prayer? Hear their prayers. Anybody here believe me? He doesn't hear their prayers. So you're confident that he hears you when you pray. Let me do it this way. Let me do it the reverse way just in case, you know, you're just looking at me. Is anybody here confident that God hears their prayers? Hands, please. If you're confident, confident. You're not confident, baby, that God hears your prayer? Okay, well, then raise your hand there. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Is anybody here confident that God hears their prayers? You know he does. What'd you say, young man? Say it out loud, please. I know he does. You know he hears it. Well, that same way that you said that is the same way you're supposed to say that he's going to give me what I asked for. He's going to give me, amen. And he's going to give that. With the same confidence that you have won. Because it's the same. That's what it said. It's the same. Praise God. He said, if we are certain that he gives ear to our request, then we are equally certain that he will get it is at what we request. Equally certain. Which means when a prayer leaves your lips, you ought to start preparing things for it. When a prayer leaves your mouth, you ought to know that it's going to come to the south. It's going to hit you in San Antonio, Texas. Why is that? Because you prayed and God's going to do what you say. You pray. See, God invites us through scripture. To come to him in prayer. And then assures us that, if, that, that he'll hear our prayers. All through scripture, God assured us that if we pray to him, he's going to hear what we say. Turn to Psalms number 65. Let me just show you a couple places. Just a couple places. We only got so much time. Praise God. 65. Praise God. Psalms number 65. We need to be assured of this, brothers and sisters. Come on, get assured of the fact that God hears your prayer. And once you become sure of the fact he hears your prayer, be equally assured that he's going to give you what he asked for. Why? Because answered prayers are rightfully yours. Psalms number 65. We have an assurance from God that we can come to the Lord in prayer. 
and that he will hear our prayers. This is an assurance that he gave to me. At least that's what he said. And put it in print so I could take it to the court. Now, just see, this is what you said right here. Psalms number 65, stanza number one. Praise waiteth for thee, O God, in Zion, and unto thee shall the vow be performed. O thou that hearest prayers, unto thee shall all flesh come. See, God hears our prayers. That's why all flesh should come to him. Now, we got flesh. Look at your neighbor and say, you got flesh. I got flesh. You got flesh. Ask him. I got flesh. You got flesh. So we qualify. Once again, we qualify. It's good to know we keep qualifying. So because we are people of flesh, we can go to God in Zion. And he'll answer our prayer. He'll hear our prayers. He'll listen to what you say. He'll listen to you. He'll listen to you. Reverend Smith, he'll listen to you. Did you hear that? He'll listen to y'all. Come on now, you dealt with enough people that ain't studying you. You can talk to them and they, they look you right in your eye and not pay attention to the words, the words you're saying. They just laugh and think like, fool, you really think I'm going to pay attention to you. Amen. And when you're smiling, you're thinking that you all, they all in with you and they laughing at you. They keep trying to keep from laughing straight in your face. God ain't like that. God says, come on, come on into my presence and ask me what you will. I'll hear you. I'll hearken to you. Let's read it again. Hear my voice, O God, in my prayer. Preserve, no, I'm in the wrong place. Praise waiteth for thee, O God, in Zion, and unto thee shall the vow be performed. O thou that hearest prayer. He didn't just hear it, hear it, he heard it. Because that word heareth right there, or hearken, means to hear intelligently. God hearkens unto our prayer, which means he hears it intelligently. With the implication of attention and obedience. Amen. Which means he intends to do. That's why he's listening to it. Because he has intention to do it. In other words, God is attentively listening to us pray. With an intention of doing what it is that we ask of him. Jeremiah chapter 29, please. He's attentively listening to us. Attentively listening to us. Hey, God said, what you say, what you say? I ain't get that. You know how you people give people instructions and they mess it up? Hallelujah. Amen. God ain't like that. God heard it. Jeremiah chapter 29, this is what he said. Starting with verse 11. He says, for I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you an expected end. Then shall ye call upon me, which is phraseology for praying. Then shall ye call upon me and ye shall go and pray unto me. And I will hearken unto you. I will hearken once again. I will hear intelligently unto you with the attention to obedience, attention and obedience. I will hear you. See, the calling upon us is, is us praying on him. And God promised us that when we call upon him, he said, I'll hearken to you. In other words, I'll listen to you with the intention of doing what it is that you asked me to do. Proverbs chapter 15. Show it to you. That is good. It's good. Proverbs chapter 15. Say, I qualify. Mm-hmm. You qualify to God to listen to you. And you qualify for him to answer you. It's rightfully yours. Now, it don't belong to everybody. So don't play this off like it ain't nothing. Everybody don't have this right. 
Proverbs chapter 15, verse 29, I'll show it to you. Proverbs chapter 15, verse 29 says, the Lord is far from the wicked, but he heareth the prayers of the righteous. He's far from the wicked, but he heareth the prayers of the righteous. Anybody here righteous? Wave your hand at me if you're righteous. Wave your hands in the air. Wave them like you just don't care. And if you're righteous all up in here, let me hear you say, oh yeah. yeah. Then somebody is <laughs> See, the wicked don't have the privilege nor the promise that, of answer prayer like we do. Wicked don't have that. Now when it says the wicked, this is talking about the morally wrong. The morally wrong. Well, they just morally wrong. Anytime we're talking about morally, you're talking about something that pertains unto right and wrong. Whereas it's a known right and wrong. Whereas they're morally wrong. They, they wrong and they know it. That's why concretely it means a bad person. But it's speaking more specifically about an actively bad person. Not just a bad person. An actively bad person. Because an actively bad person has no promise from God that he'll hear their prayers. Why? Because God reaps let me do it this way, because people reap what they sow. Yeah. Amen. Amen. God said, I'm not mocked. Whatsoever man sow, of that shall he so reap. You don't listen to me, I'm not going to listen to you. You don't do what I want you to do, I'm not going to do what you want me to do. Amen. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm so glad you ain't morally wrong. Because so mm-hmm. an, uh, an actively bad person has no reason to be confident that they're going to ever receive a prayer. Only prayer that he guarantees that he'll give them is the prayer for salvation. If they pray for salvation, he'll answer that one. Anything else? Got no reason to believe that it's going to happen to them. They can can hear you do it and say it like you say it and put the same cadence on it that you do. And you'll walk away with answers and they won't. And they'll say, what's up with you? I say, I'm righteous. But you don't do everything right. Yeah, but I'm not actively bad like you. I might mess up every once in a while, praise God. And, I, and because I'm righteous, I might fall, but I get back up. Hallelujah. But you, you fall and lay there for the next five years and invite other people to be up in there with you, praise God. You, you lay your whole life horizontal. Blessed be the name of the Lord. We ain't that way. That's why God will listen to what we got to say. Turn to Psalms number four, please. I love the Lord. See, there's benefits of not just being righteous, but acting right. I said there's benefits of not just being righteous, but acting right. We God's precious, beloved children, not not hard head kids. Because we purpose to do what he wants us to do. We're sowing a seed every time we do. And that seed is going to come back in a return where God said, I'm going to do what you ask me to do. Because you did what I asked you to do. Psalms number four. You don't, I, t- I try to teach Hanani, praise God, today on a perpetual interview. Everything you do, you're on an interview. Because God is watching every single thing you do. You're on a perpetual interview. That's deep. A perpetual interview. Because he's watching everything you do. And you are always a seed slinger. Everything you do, you sow seeds. That's why you ought to pay attention to everything you do. Because you're sowing the seeds for your future. Amen. Anyway, Psalms number four. Somebody lift one hand in there and say, Lord, I'm asking for crop failure on some of my bad seed. Oh, y'all don't trust me. Look at you. You don't trust me. That's all right. I don't trust you either. Now, 
You reap what you sow. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Hey, Amen. I'm just kidding. I'm just messing with you. Psalms number four. I, I trust y'all. About as far as I could throw you. Praise God. Anyway, I'm just teasing. I'm just teasing. So, <laughs> Psalms number four. I'm just playing with you. I'm just messing with you. Because y'all, y'all, y'all Wednesday crew, I can say that to you, praise God. If I said that to a Sunday, I had about half team place would have walked out. Praise God, because they ain't mature. They ain't ready for all that. You can't have fun with them. Psalms number four, chapter four, stanza number three. See, God hears the prayers of those who, 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 who he's set aside to be his. Stanza three says, but know that, this is what you need you to know, know that the Lord has set apart him that is godly for himself. Colon, the Lord will hear when I call upon him. The Lord will hear when I call upon him. Anybody here been set apart by God? Because if you're the church, you've been set apart by God. You've been called out of the darkness into the marvelous light. You've been called out of doing wrong and learned how to do right. Praise God. And God said, those of y'all who are set aside, know this. Know this. Know it. That word know means to know with certainty. Know with certainty that God has set you apart, you who are godly for himself, and will hear when you call unto him. Woo! That's exciting. God will hear, especially since we started off with the concept of the fact that because we know he hears us, then we know we have the petitions we put before him. So that's why he says, I need you to know this, that I set you apart for myself, those of you who are godly. I got any godly folk in the house? And he said, and I hear when you pray to me. Psalms number 18, please. And I hear when you pray to me. Oh, that's good to know. That if you can get it out of your lips, into the thin air, you'll see God show up there and get some stuff happening in the middle of your life. Psalms number 18. Stanza number six. See, our prayers come to the ears of the Lord and he hears them. Listen what the psalmist said. In my distress, I called unto the, upon the Lord and cried unto my God. Remember, those are all words and act for, for, for prayer. Called upon him, cried unto him, cried unto my, unto my God. He heard my voice out of his temple. And my cry came before him, even into his ears. Even into, which means he heard every single thing that you said. Our prayers come to the ears of the Lord. He hears them. That's good to know. And since we know that he hears them, then that means that we can have the confidence that he's going to answer what it is that he heard. Why? Because we prayed unto our Lord, our God. And he heard us. We are the godly, not the wicked. We the godly. So we have expectation of it because it's not available to the godly, but it's ungodly. I apologize, Lord. It's not available to the, to the ungodly, but it's available to us. In fact, God promises us that I'll hear you. Call upon me. And I will answer thee. That's what he said. Luke chapter 11. You you all in the Old Testament. Let's go to the new. Luke chapter 11. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Luke chapter 11, <laughs> verse 9. And I say unto you, ask and it shall be given you. Seek and ye shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. God promised that he'll give us what we ask for in prayer. All we have to do is hear us. Which means all he wants you to do is open up your mouth. Come to him. He's invited you in. And tell him what you need. Well, that's all that we have time for today. 
We trust that you are blessed by what the Word of God had to say. I hope that you're seeing that believing the things are rightfully ours is very important to our receiving the things that God told us about in His Word. I hope even more that the idea that the things God promised in His Word are rightfully ours is inspiring you to receive all that God wants to be received and enjoyed by you. I hope that you're learning that those things are rightfully ours. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's Erico 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and check us out. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon. Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. So, come on through. I guarantee that you'll be blessed when you do. And speaking of coming through, I have something for all the young adults out there in San Antonio and surrounding areas to do. We invite all of the young adults in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Young Adult Fellowship this Friday. It's called GAA. That's short for Generation Anointing and a Fire. GAA is a young adult ministry with a different flavor for a different generation. It's a ministry for young adults ages 18 through 30-ish who come together to celebrate the awesomeness of being young, brilliant, beautiful, born again, and fired up for Christ. The fellowship starts at 7 p.m. and it lasts until they go home. Hey, GW, hang it. Childcare is provided at no charge and VIP transportation services available for this too. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be so glad you did. It's just good to find some other young saints in San Antonio who are walking this thing out God's way. Whoever thought that being young and saved is boring must not know G-Dub. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word to have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.